Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Okay, so I don't actually know. But I do know that 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot. And for good reason. HubSpot's all-on-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support. Plus, they have a huge collection of resources to help startups scale. And with the HubSpot for Startups program, you could save big off your first year. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot, visit HubSpot.com startups. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, November 20th. I'm Ben Berkeley here with Juliet bennett Ryla, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. This may really shock you, but this tech and business podcast here has decided to make Sam Altman's surprise ouster from OpenAI its top story for today. The industry's current darling company saw a bit of a coup against the industry's current CEO darling, and well, we feel a need to talk about it. Imagine that. We'll get into all the Altman OpenAI theatrics in a moment, but first, let's race through everything else making headlines in the world of business and tech today. We saw the full range of Elon Musk on display this weekend. First off, on a less upsetting note, SpaceX had its second test for its massive Starship. That happened on Friday, and it fared much better than its first trip. Elon's space company at least reached stage separation before mission failure this time, rather than you know, kind of exploding its own launch pad, which it did on the first time. Then there's the other side of the coin. IBM, Apple, Disney, and others pulled advertising from X following Musk's support of an anti-Semitic post and news that pro-Nazi content had appeared next to ads. Musk then threatened to sue Media Matters, which is the watchdog that reported on the story. Just a, just a big yikes all around. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the next couple of days. Moving on to Meta, they split up their responsible AI team and reshuffled them across different teams, including its Gen AI product and AI infrastructure teams, while promising a continued commitment to, quote, safe AI development. Meanwhile, also in social media AI, Discord is going to deactivate its experimental AI chatbot Clyde at the end of this month. That was pretty fast. Discord just launched Clyde in March. U.S. airlines are bracing for a record high number of travelers this Thanksgiving. The TSA plans on screening about 30 million passengers between this past weekend and the end of next weekend. And if one of them is going to be you, best of wishes to you. Amazon is doubling down on its return to office mandates, telling CNN that employees who don't work in an office at least three days a week will need additional layers of leadership approval to receive promotions. Sounds very harsh. Let's focus on the good news, the best news that there ever could be. 7-Eleven released a holiday collection featuring Slurpee-themed pajamas, wrapping paper, and a Christmas sweater. And these, I believe, are for really the person on your list who has everything, but just really, really loves big gulps. Juliet, would you be caught dead in, in 7-Eleven gear? You know what? I like 7-Eleven. I think most people would agree the Japanese 7-Elevens are better than the American 7-Elevens. But yeah, I like 7-Eleven. I would wear a 7-Eleven Christmas sweater. That's kind of my thing. I feel like if I could have it clarified that it is the Japanese version, I'd be much more comfortable with 7-Eleven merch. All right, let's get on to the only story people in our sphere are going to be talking about today, which is Sam Altman and OpenAI Friday afternoon. We saw a massively surprising move by the board of directors. The pioneering AI firm kicked out 
the field's like current Wonder Boy CEO, kicked them right to the curb, and then chaos reigned supreme throughout the weekend. Other leaders left, investors were just losing their shit. Rumors that Altman may in fact return with the board being out instead are starting to churn. So probably important we start with a huge caveat. Juliet, we're recording this on Sunday afternoon. Uh-huh. The way the story has been developing, things could be very different between now and the time anyone is hearing this. So let's start with the latest. What's the very latest that you've seen on this story? So the latest thing that I've seen is that the board moved uh, obviously pretty quickly and didn't tell uh, a lot of people what was going on. And primarily, they did not tell the investors or the employees or Microsoft. Um, Microsoft only found out a few minutes before they made the decision. So there's a lot of surprise, and it seems like the investors would like Sam Altman back. Chief Operating Officer Brad Lightcap said the decision, the board's decision, was not because of malfeasance or anything related to our financial business, safety, or security privacy practices. This was a breakdown in communication between Sam and the board. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. So I guess what we do know is that it wasn't some major, really wild scandal, possibly. So this is kind of paving the way for what we might see and what might already have occurred by the time this podcast goes live, which is Sam Altman back at OpenAI with a very, very quick turnaround. So I think that because we don't really know where this story is going over the next, say, 12 hours, I think that what we should maybe look at is like where it's going in a longer sense. And something that really stuck out to me in, in this whole story is this this thread where it seems like a lot of the rift between Altman and the board comes down to the company's speed of development where uh-huh. the board believes that OpenAI was moving too fast and Altman kind of believed that OpenAI was really moving too slow. And this always just, you know, this makes a ton of sense. Like OpenAI started as a nonprofit. Its board is still a nonprofit board. But in reality, it is now an $80 billion company. Right. It's working with VC Cash. It's got, you know, the world's hottest product in chat gpt which is integrated into this huge suite of microsoft products like this is Uh its trajectory has changed significantly and obviously it's like humble mission driven beginnings only carry you so far in the face of like you've got investors to please now and so i think that this all kind of highlights this moment in ai development where we keep seeing, and and Sam Altman has become the face of this as he's going around on you know on tour talking to right heads of state and all of this about like how do we do this safely? Yeah, I mean, I just watched the keynote that Altman did about OpenAI, which is you know why it was so shocking to me. It's like I just saw this guy being the face of this company. <laughs> yeah, and I think so much of this just comes down to like speed, and this is also I think not just an OpenAI story. This is just. AI as an industry, uh-huh. quite frankly, probably just like tech as an industry, is how fast should growth happen? How fast should, you know, companies evolve? How many safeguards should be on this evolution as they're doing, especially in AI? And I think this is, if there's, if I'm like scrounging around for some silver lining in this story, which is obviously still developing, it's this like grasping at this hope that maybe this disaster that's playing out in front of everyone is very like awful like corporate theater 
is at Uh least going to kind of focus other companies back on this question of how fast should we be proceeding with this? You know, should we be focusing on making AI safer, at least having different safeguards in place in our development process, which seems like, again, this core at the heart of OpenAI right now is these two very, very different directions. I think what was so interesting about the story when it broke is that there was so little information. Like, people on the internet were like, oh my God, what if he develops uh, a singular, we were at singularity and he never told anyone and he made a Skynet or like a Robocop and now we're, so I I mean, yeah, we need to keep in mind that like, even though there are these sci-fi fantasies that will probably never play out or hopefully will never play out, there are a lot of ethical concerns and concerns about the ways in which we use AI that we need to think about and we can't just move forward with, especially when we know that AI hallucinates. AI can very easily be used to spread misinformation, et cetera. So. Yeah. And I, I think that's 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 the hopeful view. And I guess we will obviously have to see how a lot of these like big questions sort themselves out over the next couple of days or have already sorted themselves out in the hours since we recorded. But I think that, you know, one thing that is heartening is that it kind of just seems like maybe the board just like overplayed its hand. They just saw a moment to move and they took it and it was maybe too fast, which is obviously really ironic for like a, a little funny. Yeah. Yeah. When they're like trying to pump the brakes on Altman, someone probably should have been saying that for themselves. Because, again, like I think you mentioned, Microsoft was not really consulted and like they oh, no. found out minutes before we did. And this is a company that's invested $13 billion in open AI. So there's so much more information to come out on the story. We are going to just take the side of let's see and also let's just hope that there are lessons learned from this very quickly across the industry. Right. Now, real quick, if Altman isn't back by the time this podcast goes live, who is the interim CEO? I saw they made an announcement. They already had someone picked out, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, they have an interim CEO. Her name is Mira Marati. She did repost Sam Altman's like today, his post about like, I love the OpenAI team so much. So friendships are hard, you know, I, I, th- yeah. I think that's the core of all of this. Um, <laughs> we can all relate to that. But it's really hard to say what happens next with OpenAI if he doesn't go back. If he does, it obviously open up a lot of questions, you know, and again, like all, the also the big question, if he doesn't ends up being, what is he doing next? Who is he taking with him? And how many zeros are going to be on the first check that he gets from every VC firm? Mm. Right. Okay. This is going to be an interesting one. All right. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. He's got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. See you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, 
Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.